Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 634 comics originally releasing uh, excuse me, April the 27th and April the 28th. And as you can probably tell, um, I'm sick again. It tends to happen every single year and you guys should be probably used to hearing me like this. But before Drew, get into, Drew and I get into what's coming up at your local comic shop this coming Tuesday and Wednesday... Drew, take it away before my voice dies. Yeah. We um, we have to welcome our newest patron, and that is Andrew Clark. Andrew Clark. So welcome to Patreon and our Slack channel and access to exclusive stuff. And you got entered in our uh, Slack slap. Jesus, slab contest, <laughs> uh, where we're giving away tons of uh, CGC 998s uh, from another of our great patrons, Adam Pastry, um, who's added some cool stuff. And, and here's some of the stuff that he's he's um, signed up to possibly win. Uh, Wolverine number 50, Justice League International 34, Fantastic Four number one, Batgirl number 50, Amazing Spider-Man number 17, Basketball of Heads number 1, House of X number 5, Wonder Woman number 761, Red Sonya Age of Chaos number 1, Powers of X number 2, or Batman 98. So there's some cool stuff that's available still to choose from um, if you are selected as the winner. So we're excited about that contest. Um, our previous winner was Aaron Churchill, patron Aaron Churchill, and he picked, was it a Catwoman? Is that what we decided it was? It was a Catwoman, a cool, so. cat, a, cat, a cool Catwoman yeah. that was a 9-8. So um, that, he's already received that, and um, he was our spring winner, so we're excited about that. But you get also get access to our Slack channel, like I said, and lots of exclusive stuff. And we've got some exclusive stuff that's that's been going up this week and in previous weeks, and it's um, pretty cool. Uh, and again, if you just want to tune, if you just tune in for the Saturday show, uh, that that'll always be free. So you don't don't feel like you're going to miss out. But if you do want to give back to us, we do appreciate it. And the best way to do that is go to. Um, patreon.com and look for Comics for Fun and Profit and of course in our show notes we have all that stuff there as well um, we did get some feedback based on the craziness that occurred this week with Batman Fortnite um, Dan, Dan <laughs> I've been says, talking about this for two months now <laughs> Yeah, uh, Dan says the Batman Fortnite comic is a good example of why I hate comic book speculation a book that could actually bring in new readers is going to be ruined because a bunch of hive-minded speculators are going to buy it for the sole purpose of flipping it dan 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 i i i see where you're coming from um and i understand that but (laughs) we also have a right to that book as well um, Kyle, does this hit you in any way, either way? Where do you come down on this 
this No, because we're already seeing that DC is already second printing all of them. Yes. And they're going to continue to do the codes in all of them. Um, so, yeah, they're not going to miss a beat. And there's going to be plenty of opportunities to keep getting it. Um, if you're interested in new readers, new readers to new and people that are quote-unquote new to comics typically don't know the difference between the first print, second print, print, and anything like that because it's the same words inside. Gotcha. So... The only losers that care about first print, second print, all that fun stuff is us. And the entire industry is based on us. The world revolves around us comic book collectors more than anybody. Yes. So they have to bend to our will, but then can continue to just pump out printings and neat things and do Fortnite collaborations to try to get new people. So it's really the best of both worlds. People might be a little disappointed when they walk in this week, but if a comic shop has a brain in their head, they're going to have a way to say, I'm going to make sure you have it. Come on back in. We're going to get to that next print. We're going to get it for you. We're going to get it for you. Yep. I do remember I had no qualms at all when uh, Batwang happened, mm-hmm. walking into my comic shop and uh, pulling all three copies that they had. And buying all three copies that they had, um, and and not waiting for said some new reader to. But think in. of that little child who was going to <laughs> run into Batwang. They didn't get their first Batwang, so I I stole that opportunity from them. I don't know. I mean, I guess this is a uh, this is this comic is an actual an attempt to reach a different reader, a new reader. And so maybe I can see your point. Um, but you can, I mean, you can always have one per customer rules, right? No, because I ordered more than one. Well, yeah, well, that, then that's not going to be a problem. Like if you pre-ordered 50, they're never going to see, they, they're just going to go right into your box. But people are still going to say stupid speculator with his 50 covers, not even thinking that I pre-ordered 50 covers, which actually makes these kind of things worth it. He's talking about the speculator that that even comic book people hate, where they call him up and hold hold one for me, hold hold three for me, and they're calling like 15 other comic shops. Hold one for me is fine. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean... Or you you know or they walk in and, and pull everything they have, yeah. and, and off the rack, and I can see that that's a problem, but is it a big problem? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Dan. I don't think it's as big a deal. I'd as say it's do. less of a problem than the shops that pull them and throw them straight to eBay. Those are I have more of a problem with that than I do this the, the speckers. Oh sure. Oh sure. Well, they're, I mean, I they're speculating. More, I think it's more likely that shops pull them and put them straight on the secondary market, and then blame speculators. speculators. Yeah, <laughs> and it's them doing the speculating. Yeah, because I know our LCS just yes. straight up doesn't put things out, yes. but puts them straight on the secondary market. Uh, speaking of Adam Pastry earlier, he says, "Hey guys, I've been a CGC customer for about five years." This is in response to last week's uh, podcast where we. Um, talked about CGC um, 101 um, a few points and tips 
uh, on the CGC discussion of today's show. Uh, for me, I find grading to be a really fun part of the hobby. I like encapsulating books because it helps me to learn to be a better grader. Obviously, it also makes it easier to sell high-value books. Amen. If it frustrates you that you can't read the Encase comic, you can always buy a reader copy or just crack the slab. If you're planning to be a seri- to be serious about grading books, expect to invest at least $1,000 over the course of a gear membership. This includes shipping, etc. The CGC process, wow, that's a big number. The CGC process has made me a better grader. I can go to a shop and spot 9.8s pretty easily now. Think of it as an investment in learning. Would you pay $1,000 for a class that teaches you a valuable skill? Well, no, I probably wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't use other grading services. It just makes it harder to sell stuff I want to get rid of. I do buy from sellers that I know grade well, like my comic shop, and avoid sellers that I know grade in consistency, Metropolis. Uh, In short, knowing how to grade makes me a better comics buyer and saves me money. Um, Elite level is only worth it if you're submitting 100 plus book moderns, 100 plus moderns per year, or if your focus is Golden Age and Silver Age. 1975 is the cutoff for the modern pricing tier. Older books are going to be at least $5 more to slab. Uh, He goes on to say slabbing magazines is fun but they take up a lot of space and are hard to ship. Grading works a little differently with mags, I guess because more surface area. He doesn't, not really sure. It is easier to score a 9.9 or a 10 on a magazine. I highly recommend the pre-screen process, but you do need to submit 25 or more books at the same tier to enable the pre-screen option. Um, you can't mix and match grade levels for the pre-screen. Also, it slows down your submission a bit, but it's it's no extra charge. I guess at the 25 or more level, it's no extra charge is what he's saying. Wow, that's cool. Uh, you don't need to keep the membership running year after year. You can save money over the long run by letting your membership expire, then letting books build up over time, and then uh, requiring reacquiring your membership. Uh, they do offer a discount if you do auto-renew, though. Um, be, you have to be comfortable waiting a long time for your books. That's the biggest thing I've heard, is just forget yeah. your books exist. I don't bother with Fast Track. If I think something is a short-term flick, flip, I just it's better just to sell it right away, raw. If you're doing CCS pressing as well, it can take up to six months or more. I usually submit my books and forget about them. I don't even check the grades on the website when they're done. It's fun getting a big surprise box and slowly revealing the grades of each book. Uh, not sure I recommend this. Maybe this shows I am a masochist. <laughs> uh, I, I don't do CGC to re- get rich. I do it for fun and because I know in the end I am about a I am about break even and I can keep my comic side hustle going. Yeah. I only have room for about 150 slabs before my wife throws me out of the house. So there is a built-in limit that prevents me from going out of control. If you're the kind of person that already has dozens of boxes in a storage locker, maybe you don't want to take your hoarding to the next level. <laughs> uh, other vendors and pressers may do the CGC submission for you. Uh, I think my, my comic shop will do that. 
uh, might be worth it if you're just trying to move a bunch of books. And then, um, then he goes on to say, I have no inside information, but I suspect CGC is going to raise their prices soon. They haven't increased prices in years, so if you have a stack of comics sitting around waiting to grade, it might be a good time. And lo and behold... Yeah, I was going to say, barely got that out when. A, a half a day later, or a day later after that, um, it comes back that, yes, they are um, raising their pricing tiers on the 28th, I think, right? Yeah, just a few days. In just a few days, um, all the tiers are going up a couple of bucks, maybe five bucks. Um, he, he did a screenshot of it. Let me see if I can pull that up. Uh, the new fee, the old fee was twenty bucks for a modern, is now twenty two. Uh, the pre seventy five was thirty eight dollars, and is now thirty three. So it went down. Um, thousand dollar level books went up to seventy five from sixty five and the three thousand dollar books went up from a hundred from one hundred dollars to one hundred and twenty so the price isn't that steep really I wonder but I haven't checked the memberships to see if they've increased as well they may have stayed the same I'll have to check into that so yeah he said hey you might want to hurry up because I bet you they're they raise prices pretty soon and boom a day later they raise prices so Adam must know something he must know somebody in the in the mix and know um, to get that so that's good information good extra information if you've been thinking about CGC um, it's, it's kind of got me itching to do some now um, where I used to be kind of blase about it now I want to get in under the wire and get my um, membership in so that I can um, do you know I want to do four or five and see how that goes before I go crazy and I don't think I can go with a thousand dollars worth of slabs every year I don't know that's a that seems like a lot to me but it would be fun absolutely <laughs> uh, now it's time for our hot tin and uh, I'm gonna take the lead on this because Kyle is a little bit under the weather and uh, we want he, he we want him to save his voice to chime in with those pithy nuggets of his that's exactly and, right. and so his voice doesn't crap out um during one of these long long list reads so over our good friends at cbsi uh, compiling their hot 10 and number one is incredible hulk 181 um, you may have <laughs> Way heard to go of out it. on a limb <laughs> um so this is the classic first appearance of wolverine um it's now eleven thousand dollars for an eight eight point oh ten thousand dollars for a seven point five um seventy two hundred dollars for a six point five kyle did i ever tell you that i passed on a 181 back when i was in uh i hadn't i wasn't driving yet so i was walking to a place called dog-eared books in logan ohio mm -hmm. and they had one on the wall and it was a hundred dollars <laughs> And I thought that was crazy money. And why would why would you want to? You'll never be able to make any money on that. Why would you do that? And um, just 
30 years later <laughs> it's now eleven thousand dollars so yeah. so i don't know if that was an 8.0 but i don't i don't remember how good a condition it, it was called dog-eared books for a reason yeah they were dog-eared <laughs> so um but yeah i passed on that uh that's number one i'm sorry uh number two is batman fortnite zero point one zero point number one uh this is going crazy. Uh, he says, goes DC goo. Let me be the first to say that I didn't really know that Fortnite was really even still a thing. That's sad. It is a still, you don't have a kid, obviously, because yeah, it, it is still a thing. Uh, anyway, placing a code inside a comic is a great way to get all the soccer moms to take their kids to the comic store. All three covers are selling for 20 to $25, and I've seen them blowing up for even more than that. Yeah, I showed my, of course, I, we talked about this a long time ago, that I ordered these with the idea that I'd spec on them, and then if not, my son is an avid Fortniter. And I brought him into uh, my room yesterday, and I said, are you going to be upset if you don't end up with this Fortnite book? He's like, what do you mean? You mean the one you told me about? I said, <laughs> yeah. I said, but it, it, it's getting expensive. He goes, what, you can't part with 20 bucks? And I showed him the... Uh, He's kind of a jerk. Um, I showed him the <laughs> eBay auction where it was a hundred. There was one that was like a hundred and twenty-seven dollars, and I showed him that. And he goes, "Oh, all right, just give it to me eventually." <laughs> so he's now fine with second print. He's okay saying. with the second print. Uh, that's, yeah, that's awesome. He can wait. <laughs> um, and now we go to number three. We have Marvel Comics presents number seventy-two. Uh, this is, ser he says, seriously, $1,000 for 9.8? This was $150 just a little over a month ago. And just because of an origin story, this book has Fear of Missing Out written all over it. And trust me, you won't be missing out by not paying four, th four figures for this book. At rank four, we have Convergence. Wow. Convergence, Superman number <coughs> two. Um, oh, this was the first uh, John Kent. John Kent. This is the one. This is the one that I went back and was able to find when, yeah. it, when it was talked about being the Jonathan Kent when Super Sons hit. I ran back and I circled back and found this book because guess what? Uh, this is the only reason to care about convergence. <laughs> this was the the only. <laughs> oh my goodness! Thank I'm you, trying, for, man, thank you for sharing here. that with our. I'm audience. dripping. Sorry, I, I I had to use two hands so I couldn't cover Mike. Um, sweet baby John Kent is pulling in forty to fifty dollars. Thanks Van Demi for the heads up. Don't forget to read his Vantage Point article. Yeah, and he's already what thirty in most of, in these the new Tom Taylor book. Yeah, he seems old now, all, all aged up. Uh, rank five, we have Iron Fist, the Living Weapon, number one. Um, pay is pronounced pay. P E I is pronounced pay. In case you were wondering. In any case, this $5 book is now selling for 40 bucks. I guess someone is thinking this character is going to be something big shortly. At rank 6, we have Secret Warriors number 2. Um, went from $5 to $30. I'm curious why people are buying this. eBay listings say first Madam Hydra, but someone please educate the rest of us. First Madam Hydra? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure on that one. Um, at rank seven, we have Wolverine Origins number ten. This A cover is now selling around a hundred dollars. Uh, the Sudam is about half of that. It is safe to say that people are jumping on board with Dakin, or they are just really hoping 
that a big flip will come shortly. At rank eight, we have War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas, number one. Almost doubling the price from last week. Raw copies are selling in the $70 range, and 9.8s have moved up from around $250 to $325. It's definitely not the worst play out there, but I would suspect this will need to be a very long hold. Uh, number nine, we have Special Marvel Edition, number 15, uh, 9.0, sold for $2,400, twice from a month ago. Uh, 7.5 sold for $1,200, which was twice what it was a month ago. And 6.0 went for 900 The trailer looked good. I'm actually pretty excited to see it. I've missed some good old Kung Fu fun. So this must be the first Shang-Chi yeah, is in? I believe so. Um, Captain America from 2014, number 25, the Adam Hughes 1 in 50 variant. Uh, this uh, 9.8s are now selling for $750. This is surprisingly not the easiest book to find. I hope no one was surprised by how Falcon and the Winter Soldier turned out. Hope not either. Um, the honorable mention is Kyle's pick from last week, Unicorn, number one. Yeah. Uh, there was a VHS 1 in 10 variant that I yep. missed. I didn't notice that. Well, I'm not allowed to pick 1 in 10, so I had to pick the regular, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was, it, this was made to look like the Disney bubble cases. Yeah, yeah, I get, I gotcha. It's a gorgeous cover, but don't be fooled. This one clearly didn't surprise anyone on the order forms. These are for sale all over the place, selling for twenty five to thirty bucks. And Shock Illustrated, number three, uh, from I don't know when. It's a twenty five cent cover, adult crime stories, and we have a woman in distress on a bed with her bosom about to fall out and we have it's a 70 7.0 that sold for $3600 and she's smoking a cigarette i think uh, is that a cigarette she's got <laughs> interesting very nice um now let's slide on over and check and see what our good friends a deep discount have discovered for FOC this week um, so first is Wonder Girl, the DC team variant. Uh, Wonder Girl number one. This is the Raphael Grandpa spot foil cardstock variant. Yeah, and the team variant, the teams variants are the ones that you have to order so many to unlock the tier. So you have to just commit a bunch to end up unlocking them. So I think it's like two hundred and fifty copies. Yeah, that sounds right. Like yeah. So. Um, uh, the good friends at uh, Cowabunga have done that for us in deep discount. And so you have the ability to buy this for 10 bucks. Um, Catwoman 31, they've selected the Jenny Frizen cardstock variant, as well as Legends of the Dark Knight, the Derek Robertson cover. That's a number one. Uh, Geiger number one going to a third printing. Dang. Geiger was good. It was good. Just finished that one last night. I liked it a lot. Uh, Fantastic Four Life Story number one as another selection of theirs. They're doing the Life Story treatment. That'll be cool. And uh, we're getting a from Titan. We're getting a Minky Woodcock Girl Who Electrified Tesla number two, um, which you know has a, a a cover very similar to the one that 
sold over on the the um, hot tin uh, for seven thousand dollars or whatever. So, uh, and they've also selected some toys this week. Three different toys, actually. Uh, we have a Spider-Man Legends six-inch. What is that? That, that is a Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes from GI Joe. Snake Eyes. And then we have uh, Iron Man Legends uh, hologram Iron Man and a Transformers Jesus Wing Finger. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's from Transformers Generations. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so that's what the good folks at Deep Discount have selected. So we're going to take a look at FOC and see if there's anything that sticks out to us. And as I'm looking through the DC stuff first. Yeah. We see that Fortnite point zero, zero point number two. There's some, they're already putting a second printing on number two, even though two hasn't come out. So they're just they're getting ahead of it. So did so we've already number one already had the I guess already had the the second print happen. And we missed that one. I, I don't know if they hit that when one we at, pass a, on ahead it. of time or not. Um, but with this one they made the decision before it even comes out to get a second print rocking. But shouldn't number one have a second print rocking if nobody can get them? Yeah, maybe not FOC. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, maybe it's... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Wonder Girl number one is on FOC. And has some really beautiful covers. Including a 1 in 50 uh, Joel Jones black and white cardstock. It's pretty cool. But they're all, they're all pretty nice. Yeah. We've got... Um, Well, that Black Friday's for a different company. There's some Scout comics in here, too, mixed in with the DC. On the thing that I'm looking at, sorry. Um, Catwoman 31's really nice. Flash 770's very nice. What, what do you think about that Joker uh, second printing, the Frances Francesco Matina, the one that's affordable, not the, not one, the in one in 25? Yeah. Matina does some good stuff. That's cool looking cover. It, it's pretty nice. Yeah, there's a lot of cool Legends of the Dark Knight covers as well. Yeah. So did did we make a decision on the Nightwing? Eighty cover. Do you think they're are, you, are they getting better? No, they're not. They're horrible. You don't. There's. They're still not. Still not. I mean, this is okay because they've gone stylistic and there's something neat about it. But like, like with so many other things, you're like, look at his Matina B cover. They're just you know putting an awesome artist who understands the dude, but an awesome one. Um, I'm not getting that with Nightwing, and I'm not buying the B covers because of that because they're not up to my standard. I I think this is one of the dumbest B covers I've ever seen. The one where he's dancing on this clothesline? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't think that was bad. I think it's dumb. But, I, but I'm not an expert. Correct. Like you. Also not an expert, but I'm the guy buying them. 
and I don't like it. Yeah, I gotcha. So at, uh, from IDW, we have um, TMNT's Best of Splinter. Hey. That's kind of cool. Okay. So we had all of our other ones. Yeah, that's kind of neat. He gets his own book. Oh, man, bright pink in color on that one. Is uh, Far Cry Rite of Passage, is that a video game time? time? Yeah, Far Cry is. Man, where do you see that? That was in Dark Horse. I had to skip oh, right over it. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. So that's a sequel to their to the video game. Oh, right? it's just it's a bunch of different stuff from your favorite villains from Far Cry 3, 4, and 5. So, like, they have some really cool vi- villains in these Far Cry uh, games, like Pagan Man and some really dope stuff. Um, so that's kind of neat. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. And then we have Rangers of the Divide, their first issue by Megan Wang. Looks a little all agey there. All agey and fantasy, which is at my bag mm. usually. Geiger, that Geiger third print is kind of tempting, but absolutely. And we just got the uh, glow in the dark hit. Yeah, that's right. Radiant Black is third printing, like I said. Gonna be a hit. Yeah. Superheroes and Image. You, I mean, that's what you've always said. And it's just that's like, what I've always said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're getting the Scumbag 8, Stillwater 7, Straight Dogs 4, Ultra Mega 3. Walking Dead Deluxe 15. There we go. Oh my goodness. Five covers. You're killing me. <laughs> oh, I didn't look at the 19 should be out in the previews catalog. Uh, not not this one. Maybe the new one when it comes out. Oh yeah, the new one didn't hit yet? Uh-uh. No, or we would have been doing previews at the beginning of the show. No, remember we were going to, regardless, not do that because I can't friggin' speak. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, five five Walking Dead 15 covers. Did you end up reading the um, Spider-Man life story? No. What is the okay? So, Walking Dead fifteen. What is the cover E? Young AAPI variant. What was the AAPI? I don't know. Because I don't even remember that one being solicited. Yeah, there's no cover image. Same price as the others. American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Oh, okay. That's cool. Gotta be a Glenn cover, right? Yeah. Or if Cynthia Young is of American... I don't know. Yeah, okay. Alright, yeah, it's cool. And I think that is Glenn. Yeah, and we also have uh, those AE, AAPI covers, uh, Firepower 11, Walking Dead 14, 
Birthright 49, Stillwater 7, Ultra Mega 3, Walking Dead Deluxe 15, Excellence 11, Manifest Destiny 43. Are they going to be uh, connecting? No, they're just going to be celebrating AAPI. Gotcha. Oh, they're reprinting Jessica Jones, um, alias Omnibus, with two different covers, a direct market cover and a regular cover. That's cool. And good timing. The trailer comes out, and we have Shang-Chi number one launching. <laughs> That's really good timing. Yeah. Silk number one going to second print. Thought it already did. Maybe I that's so more that's different covers. That, maybe yeah. that are no, it's the same ones. We've got a uh, Star Wars High Republic number one on its fifth print, uh, number two on its fourth print, and number three on its third print. That's a cool looking fifth print though, with just the lightsabers lit up. That's pretty cool. Are we going to look back and say, because of the rarity and scarcity of the fifth prints in a couple of years, and think that these were the ones to get? Somebody's going to collect, sell a collection of all the prints and get a giant amount of money. Yeah. I'm looking at the, uh, what is this, the Star Wars Bounty Hunters? Number 12. Mm -hmm. Before we start our Bounty Hunter War. Or our War of the Bounty Hunters. Yeah, this is the prelude. Covers aren't great. Berserker, number two, having a second print by Dan Mora. Okay. That's good. That's good news. Yeah. Number one was a surprise. Seems like people are in for the whole thing. Yeah. Did you see why Amelia Clark's doing herself a, a comic book, too? No. She's got, she's doing it through Image. Like... The Game of Thrones lady? Yep. Oh, cool. And she's going to be in... She's somebody in one of the upcoming... Mm-hmm. I can't remember who. I've forgotten. It's too far away. <laughs> so so now that Falcon Winter Soldier is over, how long until Loki? Two months. Loki, like... June. Is it June? I thought it was May. It's not May. Maybe it is. And then we when and then Black Widows, like in theaters or. Yeah, it's probably in theaters, right? Yeah, I think it's in theaters. And it's June. Yeah. Mortal Kombat released on HBO Max this evening or tonight. Oh yeah, that's right. I gotta watch that. I don't. 
know that I played it that much, though. I don't know if I know all the characters like you do. Oh, yeah. You played a lot of Mortal Kombat, didn't you? I did. Were you button masher, or did you have, like, some skill? Oh, no, I knew, I had a, I had my little sheet of paper with all the fatalities and everything on it, and, oh, I knew it all. You knew, yeah. <laughs> and what was, what platform was this that you were playing it on? Well, back in the day, so we had the Sega Genesis, and we had the Super Nintendo, which both had Mortal Kombat OG. But if you played it on the Genesis, it was blood, and if you played it on the Super Nintendo, it was sweat that came off of them when they each got hit. Ah, uh. So I'm old enough to remember where the difference was the amount of blood in it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Was that a big deal not to be able to see the blood? Correct. It was. It, it back was then. thought that the Genesis had the quote-unquote better version because ah, of the blood. Because of the blood. Yeah. Even though the Super Nintendo had the six buttons to be able to do the light, medium, and heavy uh, attacks. No, the Genesis did not. Yeah. Gotcha. And then from Scout Comics, we have Stake, number one, going to a second print. By the Horns, number one, going to a second print. And Black Friday, number one, going to a second print. So, good for Scout. Yeah. Someone was talking about Scout doing, like, printing on demand. But it's nice to see that they're actually doing second printings and they're not just reprinting firsts and flipping them in there. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. I hadn't heard that. I just saw some people, because we were talking about Unicorn, and someone's like, well, they'll just keep printing ones whenever people need them. And then someone was like, no, nah, I don't think they're going to do that. They're going to stick with subsequent printings, and it looks like they are on their stuff. I mean, I, I, you you could, at your, at your peril, do that, right? Yeah. Because if that becomes the thing, then... Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think collectors will revolt. Yeah, and uh, not well, be happy we've, about. Well, we've we've let the ENIACs of the world get away with things that we said would never get away with, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And you know, well, I I said I wasn't going to buy any, and I was going to sit them out, and I've ordered some. So, no scruples. Yeah. Amelia Clark is making her comic debut with a three issue miniseries at Image called Mother of Madness. Yeah. With Marguerite Bennett uh, co writing. There you go. So that's cool. Um, we've got uh, our good friends over at Cover, unless you had anything nope, else. Nope, we're done with FOC. Um, our good friends over at Cover Price um, have collected the top 20 best-selling books on eBay, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about them right now. We've got at number 10, Geiger number 1, uh, Jeff John's apocalyptic new series continues to retain its heat, has sold 53 more copies, and had a high sale of 22 bucks for a raw. Uh, Tankers number 1, we were just talking about Bad Idea Comics, yep. and so... After ENIAC, their Tankers is doing very well. This sold 56 bucks for a raw copy. I don't think I both pulled the trigger on Tankers. I, I ordered my ENIACs, but not Tankers. Not Tankers. Yeah. So that's the story of my life right there. <laughs> uh, rank 8, the Joker number 2. Uh, the Santa Prisca Virgin 1 in 50. 
features the first appearance of Vengeance, the daughter of Bane, with a secret cover appearance on this 150 variant. Scorching hot in aftermarket sales. And it sold 75 copies and had a high sale of $343 for a rock. Dang. Uh, rank 7, we have Lando number 2. This issue features the first appearance of the bounty hunter, Chanath Cha, who will be appearing in the War of the Bounty Hunters comic series. It sold 63 copies and had a high sale of 20 bucks for a raw 63 copy. people sought this out. That's cool. That's good to hear. Yeah, it is. Uh, we have Berserker number one, the third print foil. Uh, this third print began pre-selling like crazy. has a high sale of $300 for a CGC 9.8 pre-sale. Um, Captain America number 25 is at rank 5. Uh, it seems there is no end in sight to the Falcon and one Winter Soldier bump that so many comic books have enjoyed of late. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't see a lot of WandaVision comics selling right now. Yeah. Um, and Captain America 25 is no exception with the famous question, who is the new Captain America posed inside the silhouette on the cover? We see the passing of the shield from Steve Rogers to Sam Wilson, who also proclaims <coughs> Avengers Assemble for the first time inside these pages. It sold 58 copies and had a high sale of $600 for a CGC 9.8. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, the Joker number two, despite the secret variant taking most of the heat, the standard cover for the first appearance of Bane's daughter uh, sold well and had a high sale of $25 for a raw copy. 80 copies of this moved. Uh, from number three is Starlight number one from hey, Image in 2014. Got, got a ton of these. Mm -hmm. um, Deadline reported that Joe Cornish to write and direct Mark Millar's Starlight for 20th Century Studios. This news helped the standard cover sell 38 copies. And had a high sale of 40 bucks for a raw. That's awesome. Uh, number two is Strange Tales uh, 159 from Marvel in 1967. As seen in last week's episode five of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Spoilers, Kyle. Yeah. Actress Julie Louis Dreyfus appeared as Contessa Valentina Allegro de Fontaine. Val's first appearance is in this issue of Strange Tales, which went nuts this week. Sold 62 copies, had a seven-day trend of over 400%, and a high sale of almost $2,000 for a CGC 9.6, which was selling for 565 bucks just two weeks ago in the same grade. And we don't know if what they're going to do with her. Yeah. So that's crazy speculation. <laughs> Uh, and at number one is Jenny Zero, number one from Dark Horse. Uh, this is a surprise at the number one spot. And the issue is trending because of a recall over an error and a misprint within the issue where page 12 was printed with a page from issue number two. Collectors love recalled and error comics and raced online to get a copy, selling 95 copies and had a high sale of $43 for a raw. But because there were so many copies, sales have now settled to about 12 bucks. You'll have that. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
At rank 11, we have Wolverine number one from 1988. Um, we've been telling you to buy this for years now, when it was $200 for a 9.8, which was just in December of 2020. <laughs> Um, they've sold 38 more copies of this, and this has a high sale of 680 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Uh, Joker number two, uh, the Lee Bermejo cover, uh, sold 31 copies and had a high sale of $19 for a raw copy. At rank 13, we have ENIAC number two. Prices have dropped for this second issue. However, it's still a consistent seller, 48, 48 copies sold. And had a high sale of um, $18.98 for a raw copy. That's the same exact price as the Joker number two. One of those is wrong. <laughs> um, at rank 14, we have Immortal Hulk number 45. This issue features a new demonic red-green Joe Fix-It Hulk. It sold 43 copies and had a high sale of $19.93 for a raw copy. Uh, Sam Wilson... Captain America number five comes in at rank 15. This is from 2016. Um, Joaquin Torres was given Sam Wilson's damaged Falcon wings. This leads us into one likely confirmed speculation of Joaquin potentially taking on the Falcon moniker as he did in this issue. Sold 12 copies and had a high sale of $70 for a raw. At rank 16, we have Berserker, number one, the second print foil. Uh, sold 46 copies and a high sale of $90 for a raw. <laughs> At rank 17, we have Truth, Red, White, and Black, number one. This is the first Isaiah Bradley. And this had a high sale of $599 for a CGC 9.8. At rank 18, we have uh, yet another Joker, number two. This is the Ricardo Federici, one in 25 sketch variant. Uh, sold 36 copies at 60 bucks for a raw copy. At rank 19, we have The Rise, number one, a heavy metal book. Um, and this is a zombie book. And it was written by George Romero's son, George C. Romero. I believe we talked about it. I don't know if either one of us selected this as our pick, but we, we, we were close to selecting yeah. this one. Uh, sold 37 copies and had a high sale of 28 bucks for a raw copy. And at number 20 is Ultimate Fallout. Miles' first appearance continues to sell. Sold another 31 copies. Jeez. And uh, the CGC 98 is now going for $3,500. Continues to go up, up, yeah. up, up, up. Crazy. Um, now it's time to find out what the future things on these lists will be. So let's look at what's coming out in your comic book shops this Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll start with DC and see what's tickling our fancy. A lot of really cool stuff. Uh, like Batman Black and White number 5, Jenny Frizen's B cover is really nice looking there. Yeah. Look at a Lieber Mayho detective yeah, cover B. Yeah, that's a really good looking cover. We say we we shout out Lieber Mayho all the time. This stuff is great. I like Nightwing seventy eight second print. The Derek Chu Harley Quinn number two is great. Oh, 
Oh, we're getting Robin number one. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Look, I'm looking forward to that. What's the first Damien? Remind me what the first Damien is. What do you mean? Where's the, what? What is what is Damien's first appearance? Uh, there's a. It's. I can't remember. I can't remember it's either. Back there. It wasn't in Batman and Robin, was it? No, no, no. Because you get him as a baby. You get his birth. Teen, we're getting the second issue of Teen Titans Academy. I enjoyed the first issue a lot. Mm -hmm. So that should be fun. Yeah, DC's cranking out some cool stuff. Yeah. I think about both these covers on Robin's number one. I really like the, the Robin number one covers. Oh, yeah, they're great. Now let's slide over to Previews World and take a look at what they have coming out. We'll start with Image. We're getting our sixth issue of Crossover. I've had a lot of fun with this one. It's getting a ton of cover. Deadly Class is back for issue 45 and the beginning of a new story arc, so hopefully no more delays. Second Prince of Geiger number one and a 25 copy incentive second print of Geiger number one. I uh, get the Helm Grey Castle finally making it out. This is that Latinx fantasy book. Outcast is back with its final issue. So the series finale with issue 48 in Kirkman style, this will will be able to get, uh, what is that, eight trades, four hardcovers, uh, one um, compendium out of this outcast. And you know, I never did get to see that show on... Um, was it Cinemax? Was it a Cinemax show? Cinemax or Showtime, one of the two. No, I had Showtime. Oh. It must have been Cinemax. I never got to watch that. I don't know how good it turned out. Shadecraft 1 going to a second print as well. That was a good book. I enjoyed that a lot. So I'm looking forward to um, issue 2. Summoner's War Legacy. I was into that's our boy Justin Jordan writing that, and th it's through Skybound. Oh so, yeah, um, good combo, right? Yeah, those are both things I like. And we did we talk about Home Grayskull? Oh well, yeah, you said the Latinx thing. Yeah, yeah, I touched on it. Yeah, the bonuses includes a Latinx one shot RPG, which is five e. Which like you, a, what is it? Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition Five E. Oh, neat! Yeah. Nothing for me in Dark Horse either. Yeah, or IDW, really. Yeah. Done in Marvel, I'm glad to see um, Alien 
going to a second print. So Miles Morales, 25, the Bagley Skyline variant. These things are obnoxiously popular to get every signature you can on. Um, so they all end up selling out pretty quickly by uh, a life uh, by a bunch of people that want to get their stuff all signed. Which one is it? Miles Morales, Spider-Man 25, Bagley Skyline variant. Those oh. always sell through because those are what people want to get there. Get as many the big signature series stuff done on. What is that like? Everybody who's worked on it. Correct. Forever. Uh, I'm, you're asking me questions. I obviously don't know the answer to. Yeah, it's got to be forever. Yeah. I mean, Miles doesn't have a long history. Yeah, why didn't we do something? Why didn't we? Why didn't we FOC this? Did we miss it? Probably. Yeah, that's a good call. Spider-Man Curse of the Man Thing. Did we not just get like Avengers Curse of the Man Thing? <laughs> Did that just didn't that just happen a few weeks ago? Uh huh. Who, who's asking for that? Nobody. More more man thing crossover. Asking for more man thing. Here's the Marvels number one. That's um, long awaited sequel, right? From uh, Kurt Busiek and Alec Ross. Mm -hmm. Years and years in the making. That's all I had in Marvel. Yep, moving on down. Nothing in Dynamite for me. Once in Future on number 18 for Boom. Marks Good the end them. of the current story arc. And with, weren't they going to take... Yeah, a brief is back in August. Then there's your chance to get Berserker number 2, which is already going into a second print. Um, I'm going to read that one and um, make my decision there because I was lukewarm on the first issue. A lot of people really liked it, though. Uh, in the back half, we have 20 Fists, number one. It's a three-issue miniseries from Source Point Press by Frankie White and Cat Bauman. This is a fit comic about fist fights and bad romance. I like that. Cold Dead War number two here, the George C. Romero book from Heavy Metal that we talked about. One going uh, great on the secondary market. It is a four-issue series. This is number two here. Coming out and this week. is the one... Um, oh, yeah, because the first issue was... Yeah, yeah, I know. What, okay, I remember now. Yep. Yep. Erratic number five. We have Galactic Rodents of Mayhem number one from Scout Comics. Yeah. 
written by Gilbert Deltrez and Sebastian Navaz. It's a love letter to the Saturday morning cartoons of the 80s and the 90s, which was my wheelhouse, baby. <laughs> so that looks pretty darn good. There you go. Kind of like a Guardians of the Galaxy type of riff, though. Looks like to me. From Valiant, we have Shadow Man, number one, 2020. Which means we also have the... Uh... Shadow Man variant from uh, Cowabunga. The exclusive Cowabunga will be out this week then. That's right. They have a really nice Tim Seeley uh, variant that you can buy a three-pack. They have the, uh, what is it, Sketch, Virgin, and Standard, something like that. Or Trade Dress. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Also from Scout is Snatched, number one, from by uh, Sheldon Allen and Mauricio Campatella. And I don't know what a favela is, um, but from the favelas of Central America all the way to the scalp of your favorite A-list actress or IG crush, Snatch is a hardcore voyage into the bloody, treacherous, violent, unfiltered, uncompromising, and always unforgiving world of human hair trafficking. Dum dum dum. Hair trafficking. Who knew? Yes. That's all I got, sir. Nothing else done anything for you? No. Well, this is the point in the podcast where you usually tell, ask me what my pick is, but I'm going to ask you, Kyle, what's your pick? I'm going to go with our good friend Miles Morales with this Spider-Man 25, the Skyline Bagley variant. Those are pretty sought out by collectors and people wanting, uh, to get uh, things signed and with all of the miles heat um, can't beat it it's 25 I like that uh, the um, the DC stuff very intriguing but they kind of cancel each other out there's too many of them for me to choose from so I'm going to go off book and go to 20 fists Ooh. number one this is a source point press book By Frankie White and Cat Bauman. Source Point Press. 25th number one. Kyle, are you are you able to close? Do you have anything left in the tank? Sure. We want to thank you guys for sticking along with us. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself as we went through the comics originally releasing next week. We thank you so much. So for Drew and for myself, see ya. <laughs>